know that King Kong and Godzilla are in it, and maybe other monsters, and that's all I, I need. You're easy. Yep. How long does it take to feed your fucking dog? <laughs> Not this long. She it can't hear us. It doesn't take that long. I would never say that if she could hear us. I, I would I No, say that yeah. She won't hear this. I'll cut all this out. Wow, Tommy. All right, hey, everybody. Welcome to episode four of the current podcast that I'm on. Your number one. Take two. Your <laughs> one and only <laughs> one-stop shop for that was redundant i thought you were about to be like we're number one on the charts for yeah. we are uh, it's true we, we are joe rogan and my mythical morning and all of the other ones god i do Ew. not like Rhett and link at all <laughs> i don't like them i was there from the beginning baby i was there from like the face the social media song guacamole which ooh. they seem like the smosh of podcasters they used to be YouTubers, so yes, oh. and also they own Smosh, so yes. Oh, well, shit. Yeah, so all that. They did this song that was like, the key and flicker was given to me like the key to an internet city, of which I am king. Yeah, I hate that. Well, that's not <laughs> what we're here to talk about today anyway. No? We're here to yeah. talk about... <laughs> entertainment news and things that made us laugh this week i'm gonna start i think no we actually no, we melanie and i agree that the host will never Did go really? first because it's an awkward transition well, you didn't we didn't talk to you about it i talked about it i don't we remember. didn't okay. consult you on this yeah you weren't part of you it I, that was really then melanie in retrospect that was really rude we'll 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 let you know next time. We'll, talk, we'll fill you yeah, in. I'm that moving was rude. on. I'm asking you to start and get us away from this <laughs> interlude. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so my story today is about. Ooh, get excited! Season ten of American Horror Story, Hunty. Are you guys mm. so ready for a tenth? season of american horror story we are we are rounding out almost a decade of that show we, i think we've got a decade wow. of that show now yeah i remember when it first came out it was great it's probably that's, junior that's year of high school I right about yeah that's crazy you forgot about american it's still going yeah on. it keeps coming out um never watched what's it. A, what what is the topic so the the topic this time is a mystery uh it's the the title or what's the word that they use yeah so the project like coven Coven, yeah, like what the, whatever the what you call the it? title of the season. So this one's COVID. God, it fucking they <laughs> did remember election year. Oh, there was one I called election year. Yeah, that sucked. I watched the first three episodes of it, and it it features like clowns, a lot of clowns, which is fine. Like that's a great. They always have clowns. Just that from Freak Show, they had clowns. Oh, okay but yeah you're right that's when i stopped watching they do quite like clowns uh, i can say the the american heart succession story that i remember so the first one is they're in a mansion yeah that's called murder house yeah i loved that i loved that in high school next one is is that where they're in the 50s and it's an asylum yes next one is asylum yes and then it's freak show yes and then it's the one, and with, then it's the one with Lady Gaga. Yeah, the vampire one. That's called Hotel. Hotel, Hotel. Um, so I stopped watching Mid Hotel. 
It was too scary. Hotel, Hotel was, was like too scary for you. Too scary for me. Yeah. Wow. The asylum one, it like was freaky, but it wasn't too scary. It was still like a fascinating style of horror where I was like, oh, this is like interesting. It's like lobotomy history. Oh, it's fucked up, but it's still like interesting. But Hotel was too paranormal, I think. I liked 1984 the best of all of them. I think it was probably the best. What was that? It was a Wonder Woman Uh, It was the one where... Yeah, it was the slasher one. What season was that? The last one, the most recent one. Oh, have you watched all of them? I've watched a lot of them. I actually quite, I I, I have really, really, I've really, really liked the show, um, excluding uh, Provincetown. Okay, we're good. We're back on track. Done vamping. Ryan Murphy, creator of such shows as Nip Tuck, Glee, uh, American Horror Story, the prom movie that just came out uh, on Netflix. He is doing season 10 of American Horror Story. He lives in Provincetown, Massachusetts, and he is getting filming rights to film exclusively in Provincetown, Massachusetts for reasons of, I don't know, but the title of, it's possible that the title of the new season is Pilgrim. Basically, my story was, is that he, he really wants to film in Provincetown, Massachusetts. I suspect... Because he's lazy and um, old. So uh, he doesn't want to leave home. I To me, that sounds like it could be a cool way of like bringing some some revenue, some interest to his hometown. I don't know. I wouldn't entirely dismiss it. I think filming something in your hometown is kind of cool. Yeah, so it is cute. I, I guess it is cute. And it, and, and it might be really nice because he really knows the area. So maybe yeah. the maybe the way they film could be really cool you're right tommy that is something that i should really think about but i just don't feel like respecting ryan murphy a lot of the time because he loves leah michelle and i just can't get behind her he uh you have to go against like this film board linnea when you want to film somewhere which i just learned you have to like ask a board of film for like that state and he asked them and they initially said no well they wanted to say no because American Horror Story is such a big show. They are worried about crowds of people coming to watch the filming of American Horror Story <laughs> during a pandemic. Aww. And no I, pandemic, yeah. I thought that doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, well, I, when you factor in the pandemic, it kind of it does. makes sense. Yeah, and and they have to. They are now adding like budgetary restrictions so that they have like adequate uh security for people coming in because they're expecting like hordes of people to come and watch american horror story season 10 be filmed in provincetown massachusetts and that's pretty much my entire story i wish i had more for you i know that the the show features teeth because they have shown us that uh the reference photo for like the actual poster is this like grainy ass picture of teeth. If you guys want to like look that up, it's really disappointing. Um, for just to be clear, we're talking about uh, the things that are in our mouths, not the yeah, critically not, like, acclaimed vagina. film. Yeah, uh, about vagina dentata. Okay, I I will just really quickly share my screen. I feel like they might be overreacting a little bit. I I. Maybe this would make more sense if, like, they were filming a Marvel movie or something there. And it's on its 10th season. Well, those teeth look like 
werewolf teeth or uh, uh, some like baby demon baby teeth. They've also posted like the actual picture of the poster. Um, so scary. Tommy, do you know anything about film incentives with because I know like when I was working on a TV set in Utah, they were talking about how Utah is a big state for filming because the state gives a lot of incentives for workers, local people to film there. So uh, do you think that has anything to do with would it boost the economy by him bringing a yeah, film set it, into his it hometown? It would definitely boost the economy, um, whether they, you know, give them a bunch of incentives or not. But yeah, incentives are kind of the reason that towns like Vancouver up in Canada and Atlanta mm-hmm. have become really big now for shooting stuff. Um, I mean, I think it's a good thing. I wish there were more of that in Seattle. Um, Tommy, selfish. I don't know enough about it to be, yeah, to know the downsides. I just want more things to be made here. That's all. The reason they're filming it in Provincetown, Massachusetts is because it is also where the Pilgrims landed, I believe. Mm. Yeah, dig me some um, Plymouth. Plymouth, significance. The Plymouth Rock, which I assumed was in Plymouth, Massachusetts. Is that wrong? It's not? I thought it was in Plymouth, Massachusetts. What the fuck is in Plymouth, Massachusetts, then? The Plymouth Rock. That's what I thought. I thought that was all that was there. Mm. So... But it's really in Provincetown. Yeah, you know, I could be wrong. I don't know anything about Massachusetts, and I didn't research this topic very well. So, I believe you. Um, the uh, other thing uh, that I know about it is that they were worried about the way that Massachusetts would be um, portrayed because it's a scary, scary show. There is a woman. Oh, could it be about the witches? No, it's about the pilgrims. It's called Pilgrim. It's got to be about pil. It's probably also about witches. I mean, but would they have they the witches have within the, the Pilgrims? Witches. Oh yeah, and witches. Salem. The my favorite season. We the did witch that. That's season. Coven, Lynn. And that carnival, and then oh. uh, the one that you said was circus <laughs> is freak show. And then, um, <laughs> where is this? this? Is just like uh, people's names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, uh, speaking of names, <laughs> I have another name for you that I just uh, found upon Googling this show. Oh, cool. Uh, Macaulay Culkin? I don't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who's Macaulay in the cast? Macaulay in the cast. Steal the oh, shit. Sorry. Macaulay Culkin? Everyone in the cast? Back. No, back, yeah. Go back. Go back. Go back before it. That, Tommy, I think speaking of names, do your just, whole thing. I think that's funny that he was cast. And even though I'm not like a huge fan of him, I am curious to see him. I can't believe you again. guessed that it was Macaulay Culkin. I just knew. I was no, actually my last fact. I was going to throw it. He yeah. lives in Milwaukee. Wait, who else Wisconsin? is in the cast? Yeah. Do they have, um, is our girl still in yes. there? Which one? Kathy. Sarah Paulson. Yes. Bates. Yeah, I see her Oh, I yeah, also Kathy name. Bates. Yeah, Sarah Paulson is in it. Um, Sarah Paulson's the one who is like his lead lesbian. And then there's the kind of deer in the headlights looking girl who's like, Ooh, I don't know. Ooh, I don't know. She's that one. Is it Tysa Farmiga? Oh, no, is she still there? I love Taisa Farmiga. Uh, oh, I mean, I think Jessica Lange's last one has already passed. I don't think she's doing it anymore. She deserves more. She really likes this project. I think. Uh, I think Ryan Murphy. Yeah, she does. I think Ryan Murphy she really pays her a lot. I think she gets paid. Are a these lo- people traumatized that are on this show that they have to keep redoing these horror things over and over and over? Because she sounded a little, a little. She's doing a. Uh, spring, She's doing a like coo- a looping a gesture. I think that probably uh, he hires people who seem slightly unstable. 
I mean, he had uh, Emma Roberts, who's famously an abuser that one time. Um, famously Nancy Drew. And also famously Nancy Drew with her cute little car. I loved that movie. Oh, God, I loved that movie. Um, that's all. That's that's literally all I had. Oh, there was a cute thing where the film board of Massachusetts had this one lady who was like, I think I need to see an overview of what this show is. And everyone was like, you don't know what American Horror Story is? And she's like, I'm not sure what this is. Seems I'm the only one in Massachusetts who doesn't know what it is. Is this a nice Christian show? An American show? I do love patriotism. It was cute, though. Paganist video games? Yeah. to go to like an outdoor movie or something maybe for something cool like that i watched the trailer for kongs versus godzilla and i thought it'd be fun to see this at a drive-in maybe and then i looked up the drive-ins there was like one that's still open and there were two that opened in march and april and then there's only two others in the whole state because the rest got fucking closed wait i'm watching the trailer lynn has returned we're on a clock i'm looking at you guys now hey guys Um, I have discovered the worst streaming service. Is it Discovery? Is it Twitch? 1971. CBS Syndication Division, the division responsible for distributing different shows to different channels, syndicated shows. It separated from CBS and became Viacom. It was a separate company. But it still continued to distribute shows and syndication. But it also started to buy channels on its own over the course of the next 30 years, becoming a mass media company. 1999, Viacom, the spinoff. Wait, is the streaming service CBS All Access? Viacom. What Tommy do this? The spinoff <laughs> of CBS acquires cbs corp it's it like atlas eating his son from which it came exactly or precisely saturn eating his son sorry it's a real uh oedipus yeah. uh freudian yeah, thing yeah i think we're all 2006 <laughs> i want to interject because i hate <laughs> don't don't worry hate, you'll have your chance i hate not knowing <laughs> 2006 janet jackson's nipple appears on the super bowl no one uh, is expecting fuck, it. What the fuck is the point, Tommy? This event, what are you doing? Among others, leads to a domino effect that causes Viacom and CBS to split once again. However, Viacom becomes CBS. The entity that was known as Viacom now takes the title of CBS and an offshoot company becomes the new Viacom. And that company, the second version of Viacom, includes high-growth businesses such as Paramount Pictures. 2019, a holdings firm called National Amusements, which, as far as I can tell, mostly uh, was just two billionaires, Sumner and Sherry Redstone. They owned theaters, they owned... 80% voting shares in both CBS and Viacom because they asked these two corporations to merge once again to rejoin 
uh, now that antitrust laws allowed them to do so, I think. Viacom CBS is born. One word. Viacom One mega CBS. corporation. Cool. Allow me to list some of the channels that this new monstrosity uh, So this is Viacom owns. CBS is it is so okay. So CBS and Viacom split in 1971. They come back together in 1999 or Viacom buys CBS in 1999 and then becomes CBS. And then becomes CBS and the Viacom and then makes another Viacom called Viacom and okay. then those two get together again. Sick. Okay. It's basically so, some Chinatown shit. So, yeah, it is. It is it is actually that. True film nerds will get that cool. reference. Okay. Channels they own. CBS they own half of the CW. Warner Brothers owns the other half. Okay. MTV, Nickelodeon, Showtime, BET, Comedy Central, TV Land, CMT, Pop TV, VH1, The Movie Channel, and Flix, among others. Lynn, are you paying attention? I'm trying. I have something to show you both now, which I will be sharing my screen. <laughs> Can't you. wait. This is going to be great. On Paramount Mountain, an extraordinary expedition begins. Heroes and truth. Great, Jeff. Leaders and intellects. <laughs> world travelers. And Dora. World champions. And also Snooky of the Jersey Shore. This sucks. I'm too hungover for this. Oh, no. Welcome. Wait, what? <laughs> it's going to be Dora and Snooki. I have one more thing to show you. Yeah, show me. I want more of this content. This is the best On thing I've Paramount seen. Mountain, a leader emerges. Okay, according to my map, we can climb this together. Whoa, whoa, hold on. Who made you the leader? Just because you have a talking map? What the fuck, Tommy? What is this? Hey, everybody. I'm a talking clipboard. Coach Cowher's the best. We should follow him. Tommy, I'm going to need a list of all the... their... Fine, the There's a rose in front of Dora. Wait, so was the clipboard actually talking or no? Oh, yeah, you snooky stupid. Uh. Wow. Welcome to Paramount Plus, the worst streaming service of all time. I mean, Survivor is going to be on there. <laughs> Survivor will be on but there. But isn't yes. all this shit already on CBS Access? <laughs> I'm glad uh, no. you bring this up. So you just kept renaming AHS Thank seasons. you, Tommy. Very, I feel validated wrong. by bringing up <laughs> CBS Access. A thing that Melanie did not make me feel. Melanie made me feel small. Uh, different. Horrible for bringing up CBS on. Access earlier. I, would, I wouldn't speak too soon, Linnea, because what I have to say is not positive. No. This service, Paramount Plus, is CBS All Access rebranded. And... Oh, so it's still... Okay. Not only is it bringing the fucking fantastic programming, such as four new seasons of Star Trek shows that nobody likes, and SpongeBob Camp Coral. Walk me a, through. A prequel <sighs> spinoff about them in a, a camp, like preschool preschool so it's kid they're babies they're baby spongebob yes it's baby spongebob and it's 3d it's 3d animated cool is this, their, this is their original content this is their original content they are also offering the offer which is a 10-part making of the godfather and a true crime docuseries called the real criminal minds are you, are you stoked yet is that criminal minds 
Is that the making of but Criminal Minds? For? It's the what's the what's the audience for this? Because it's like Tommy, people like Tommy who are uh, sick and sad, they watch Big Brother, and Tommy needs his twenty four hour coverage, and he'll get I, that from them. I have a question, but but then they're creating original content for children. So what is who's that for? Does is my that aunt that has Tommy? CBS access does this just get? built into her plan or does she have to do a new yeah, plan right. does it change it's going yeah, to wha- just like <laughs> tell me this, i don't tell have me this all the answers I'll text, her. I'll text her it's coming in march presumably it's just going to transform into that they haven't That's announced soon, like, she's new prices she's gonna or need to Okay. Yeah, Lynn, you're going to need to alert her provider. She's going to have to have you that know, conversation. If they have all episodes of Survivor, that's going to be a big selling point. Well, because Hulu does not. No, but Hulu, a, a streaming service you already no, have, has all have like a has a bunch of their missing, ser- But the earlier seasons. Which ones? The earlier. Se- oh, okay. Season two, episode seven. To be <laughs> specific, you know the the best one is the one that Lynn is needing. It's an interesting point to bring up because. There are several shows that are out there on websites right now you can watch for free, such as South Park and Drag Race. You cannot watch not Drag anymore. Race for free. No, it's on VH1. Mm, no. It's not it's for difficult. free. Okay, yeah, you have to pay for it. They might have some old seasons on there. Yeah, it says to sign Yeah. Up. Okay, I rescind that. Not Drag Race, but South Park for sure. And uh, Paw Patrol, which was on Netflix, but has since been pulled uh, yes. presumably so that it can be on Paramount Plus. My favorite child when I taught elementary school was obsessed with Paw Patrol. And he'd always say, Paw Patrol! God, they're so and then fucking I'd be like, in love with Which Paw one Patrol. is that? And he'd be like, Brandon! It, it's You know, Jet. whatever their names are. That's Jet! That's Roger! That's Bill! Yeah. They're all named shit, like, like the the firefighter one is named like flame and oh, yeah. the, the fast one is named jet the police officer is firefighter named one is named something not flame but it, it is something fire related that's kind of like the same relationship i had with uh thomas the tank engine except those names were uh gordon and henry but joseph and levitt yep thanks did you oh, like my so, I liked it. I liked it a lot. So, yeah, I just think that I saw these two commercials today and I tried to name everyone in them. And it's like Survivor Man and Snooki and Dora and Star Trek Man from a Survivor Man? Do you mean Jeff Probst? Jeff Probst, forgive me. Say his name. Jeff, I, I know his name. There is Survivor Man, and he is not Jeff Probst. No, when you say Star Trek Man, do you mean... There's a Star Trek guy in the commercial, but it's like a character from Discovery, which is a show that I don't think many people like. But the actor is... Zachary uh, Quinto? I don't... The actor... I, didn't, I don't think I saw him in there. Was it not like the main Star Trek guy who's famous because he was... The movie? Because he was mean? Spock? No, he's dead. Leonard but, Nimoy, how dare you? Sorry. Bitch. It could have been a. Uh, <laughs> sorry. sorry. Uh, what? I, I was Tommy. a bit joking. Fuck you, okay. bitch. He, Fuck you, it, you it was, fucking It was very bitch. funny. Oh, no. he, like when he said "bitch," it was like he's like, "I'm gonna just try to see if I can do this," yeah, and was, he did, and, and he got he shot it. the fuck up. And now they redacted. We didn't let him. Bleep that out. And now the cap he got, is he off. Got Bleep yourself out. His ass got handed to him. The, Fuck the you. Bitch is out of the bag. Okay. The bitch is out of the bag. <laughs> my my only yeah my only real thoughts on this are that it's a bunch of uh, 
Oh yeah, and James Corden. He's also in there. No one likes James oh, Corden. Oh yeah, God fuck. Tommy, I, I really like didn't like that you said that. I'm sorry. Like, it was a joke. I was okay with I'm it, Lenny. I was okay with it. I felt comfortable with it. I'm I am I didn't pretty think vaguely Melanie comfortable with Tommy calling me a bitch. Yeah. I wasn't offended. I'm offended. <laughs> okay. For her. <laughs> oh, you got kidding. me. Oh, Linnea's got my fucking back, man. She got my back. So Is he gonna be doing comedians and cars singing karaoke? Hopefully not. Hopefully they're all getting Pick up my COVID. joke. I don't know. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good joke. I like that. Thank you. It was good. It was a joke about Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> I just think that this is <laughs> two episodes in a row. The worst service, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I wouldn't even put Apple Plus underneath it because at least Apple Plus is trying to make original new shows with talent. So I hear, even though apparently I don't people watch are them. liking their shows too. Hannah yeah. seems to be getting a lot of. She works in advertising. She gets a lot of advertisements for them. Mm. That gotcha. Fly across her desk and. Warner Brothers announced today that they're, well, not announced, it was just being reported that they're in early development on a Harry Potter TV show for HBO Max. So HBO Max is, oh, I had a joke to tell you. Okay. It wasn't a joke. It was just a funny thing. So last episode, I, you were talking about how um, HBO Max is just like the new like place that people put like theatrical films now. And mm-hmm. I thought that was funny because it's called the home box office. Um, uh, so it was as if it, that was the plan all along and finally they are getting to spread their wings um, the home box yeah, office that was it. Maximilian Maximilian is his full name yep. HBO's a boy uh, I yeah. just think that everyone else is pulling out all the stops for their services and this has jack shit so that's why I declare it the worst I think it's awful I think everyone involved should feel awful uh, and Paramount fucked up Transformers forever so they can burn in hell. They fucked up when they cast Shia LaBeouf as the main actor. I really liked him they, in that movie. I think they He's fucked up when they chose abuser. Michael Bay as the director and oh. the writers that they did, uh, and probably Shia. I just, just undo all of it, please. I didn't know Shia LaBeouf was an abuser. I'm learning for the first time. Yeah, you should no, look yeah, it up. It's, it's, I don't, it's he's very, bad. very bad. I mean, don't look it up if you don't want to be that's triggered. That's as much as I horrible, need. I, I, just, I just trust you guys. It's just like, fuck. Well, on that Damn. note. Every week, we're going to mention someone and then <laughs> oh, it's going to be an abuser. Just no. like before that, we, we you said Emma Roberts. Yeah, that's true. Which I, I don't know. know. You know what? That is info that I had in high school, which was like, I and it and it's it's kind of something I casually say, which is really inappropriate because I don't know if it's true. Um, I I had a <laughs> I had it on good authority at the time. My friend Margot told me that uh, she had it hit Evan Peters, and so she um. so he had a so he had a restraining order against her. But well, she also had a really big crush on Evan Peters. So I, I, it's hard to say, you know, girls will be girls. Here's the thing. We, we mentioned Larry King last <laughs> week when you called him a racist and then the man passed. <laughs> and then he <laughs> so, died. And then, and then he died. God help Shia LaBeouf this week. I, I do feel sad about Larry King. Um, and I feel sorry that I said a mean thing. Lynn, and now he's what dead. you got to talk about? Larry King. <laughs> Are you joking? 
Yeah, I'm joking. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's a pregnant pause. It's on the news so much. I just couldn't do it anymore. No, I'm talking. Uh, I wanted to know a few questions about a couple couple of things that we talked about. Reminded me of what we were talking about. So, what did you, Tommy? What did you watch when you were a child? You mentioned Thomas the Tank Engine. What were your What were your personalities that you liked as a child or TV shows? Um, it was a lot of animated. Who were those stuff. trains and boys that you looked up to? Oh, specifically the characters? Or are you just asking for sure. the shows? Yeah. And if there were any stand-up characters from shows or shows? Um, yeah, I mean, I watched a lot of animated stuff. I didn't get as much into live action until I was older. So I wasn't a Disney Channel kid. I was a Nickelodeon and Cartoon mm-hmm. Network kid. Uh, like Rugrats, like uh, SpongeBob, Billy and Mandy, Invader Zim, Avatar The Last Airbender. Um... I'm surely forgetting a bunch, but I mean, above all that, I was into fucking Bionicles. That was my bread and butter. (laughs) And that wasn't a TV show, but there were movies. I love that he loves Bionicles. You like Bionicles? Fuck yeah. Was there a a Bionicle (laughs) that you like better than all the other Bionicles? What about Takua did you like? What made him special? You know, he was... Or relatable. He was uh, kind of an outsider. He kind of moved to the beat of his own drum. He, uh, boy, <laughs> Tommy's he, different than other boys. <laughs> he, sure, he sure chronicled things. He, he wrote down the events of yeah. the island. Of, oh, he's like of a scribe. Yeah. Is that he's why like a you're a filmmaker? Uh, Is that why you make films? Fuck it. I'll, I'll give him the credit. Wow. Yeah. So I you think, think that, that this this young character made a big impact on you? Yes. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Melody, what show? What TV shows did you like? Um, I really or characters I was, on TV I was a shows Disney or... Channel. Yeah, I I was a Disney Channel kid and a PBS kid, but really a Disney Channel kid first. Um. Uh, I cite Crashbox for the reason that my art is the way it is. That's one thing. Uh, What's Crashbox? Lizzie Lizzie McGuire. I mean, I just thought that I was either Lizzie or I wanted to that I wanted to date her. You know, you can just shut the fuck up about Chelsea. She's from That's a Raven. She is the redhead character, Tommy. Um, Cool. Yeah. (laughs) I thought I was Chelsea. I wish my parents were hippie psychiatrists. Is that what you want? Um, Kim Possible. Uh, Ariel the Mermaid. Yeah. And you know how, like, all redheads in movies are skinny? Like, really, really mm-hmm. skinny? So that's, like, I mean, that's mostly what I got out of that shit. The things that I admired was mostly that boys liked them. And I just really wanted boys <laughs> to like me. But I also Wait, wanted I'm to disappear. I'm sorry I got you on this redheaded conflict tangent. Are you saying that you liked Lizzie McGuire? And what was that thing that made you like art? Oh, a Crashbox. Crashbox was on PBS. It was, yeah, it was actually really cool. It was all stop motion, which was really neat. Uh... I really liked that show. Uh, and I, I also liked Cyber Chase. That was cool. I used to play Cyber Chase in my basement and and uh, to touch the like desktop screen, like tink, 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 tink. <laughs> Pretend that it was That's Motherboard, cool. which was a character. And my cousins and I would go on missions. Uh, Hell yeah. I also had a communicator that I carried in my backpack I brought to school every day. 
communicator. It was a piece of cardboard that I put a picture on and I would talk to my friends on my communicator. That was it. I mean, that was, that was <laughs> like my thing is I really wanted to have like high tech shit and like do spy things. <laughs> like, <really bad. laughs> That's cool. Did you, did you have any spy characters that you liked? Did you like It was, no, uh, it was Kim Possible for me. Okay. I, I, Kim wrote, Possible, a, I yeah. read a book called uh, Trixie Belden which is kind of like Nancy Drew, but it's just like gayer, mm-hmm. just like a lot gayer. Um, and uh, that that was like my spy stuff. It's just like two, they're definitely more than best friends, like going on <laughs> missions to like solve mysteries. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, it was a good one. Uh, I started on PBS and then I was able to, like we didn't have a TV, but my grandma did. So I was able to sneak Disney Channel. But as yeah. much Disney Channel as I watched, I also watched, I feel like, reality TV and just whatever my cousins were watching. So Grown I got the edgy. Stuff. Yeah, cool I saw stuff. a lot of Friends as a kid, too. Yeah. I watched a lot of Friends. Yeah, but kids content-wise, I think PBS, I had Dragon Tales. I oh, had, Dragon Tales. Yeah, I watched um, that with my sister. That was the thing Magic we watched. Magic Virtues. That's a deep cut. And Zaboomafu. Zabumafu. Okay, so when we're talking really little kids, yeah, I was watching Zabumafu and, and Sesame Street. And then later on, I got, I got Lizzie McGuire. I got Hannah Montana. I got that's so oh, Raven. Hannah Montana. Sweet Wizards? Life of Zach and Cody. Wizards of Waverly Place. And then Place. we got the Wizards of Waverly Place. I got the the Disney Channel. Uh, I love anyways. Wizards of Waverly Place. That show slaps. <clears throat> I wanted to talk oh, a little shit. bit about uh, child entertainment because. We uh my topic of this week is Jojo Siwa. Woo! So Jojo Siwa just came out as Yay. gay on TikTok, the main thing in she the does. news. Yeah. In the news okay, is that she came out on TikTok. Oh. She was what? I'm gonna ask rewind who is this? You know what? She came out as gay on TikTok. <laughs> I know that's all you need to know, Tommy, and that's all the information you're gonna is. get. No, no, no. I will, I will give, I will give the information. Okay, Jojo Siwa. Okay. Originally, she became famous because she was on Dance Moms. Dance Moms is a Lifetime original series. Uh, Lifetime. I'm gonna explain everything. No, Life it's where they do is the, what God gives you. It's, it's Time who, is what the clock tells you that things happen. It's the moms who take their kids to the dance pageants and they're super crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So and the dances uh, are scary. Dance Moms is really a Lifetime series that premiered in 2011. So uh, there was about five seasons before JoJo came on. She came on in season five. Um, but before that, she was on a spinoff of Dance Moms, which is very confusing. It was happening simultaneously. What, called was, what was that? Abby's Ultimate Dance Competition was where she or- originated. So Dance Moms is like where the girls train to do the dance competitions. But Abby's Ultimate Dance Competition was like a dance competition show. And so it's a competition show. And I think that they had that because like, uh, Abby Lee Miller, the woman who runs Dance Moms, talks in her interviews a lot. Or not in her interviews. I'm making this shit up. I read it on Wikipedia. But on Wikipedia, <laughs> no. it said that they... In her diaries. Uh, people have said they, uh, many such cases. They have like an America's Next Top Model style, like, here's your assessment. You are, you know, a great dancer this week, or you are a bad dancer this week. Yeah. Like at the end of the show, and they have like a stack of the pictures. And she was like, that. I never do that in my teaching 
that's all the show's producers. So I kind of feel like the show's producers were like, okay, we're documenting this woman's dance company. This actually isn't as interesting and like reality competition show as it could be. Right. So they had this spinoff called Abby's Ultimate Dance Competition. But whatever. That's where Jojo Siwa, uh, she first started on that show. She was the youngest girl on there. She placed fifth. And then she uh, came in, her and her mom, because the moms always appear with the girls. Uh, she became like a recurring character mm-hmm. on season five. And she was only on there for, I think, two seasons. She was only on there for a couple of seasons. And Nickelodeon saw in her a star. They said, honey, you're going to be a star. Oh, I hope that wasn't uh, that one guy with the feet who said it. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> this Ew, is later. Uh, this would that's, be, that's um, gross. Um we don't need it. Oh, I did watch a lot of iCarly, though. Um, yep. Signed with Nickelodeon. From 2017 on, she's got all these music videos, all this. She started, like, a YouTube vlogging content where she, like, vlogs about her life. But all of her videos, I asked, uh, like, what did you guys watch when you were kids? Because it's so interesting how... Like there's this whole brand of content, just YouTube videos. Like, I wonder if I would Mm -hmm. go up to a kid today and if I was like, hey, what do you love? Or if I I went up to a kid who's, you know, 20 years from now, be like, what did you watch when you were a kid? And I bet they were like, well, I really loved Jojo Siwa's YouTube channel. I really loved Jojo, you know, these Jojo Siwa's music videos. So it's, it's very weird switch of we were very much the kids that were like raised by TV, watching mm-hmm. the TV, and now yeah, absolutely. these kids are raised by YouTube. So anyway, which is still Jersey like I mean, it's just still very TV. influential for kids. Yeah, it's just a little low box. I mean, if you look at um, what was interesting to me when I first had uh, Disney Plus, couple like a year ago or whatever, beginning of quarantine, I was surprised about how little content there was in each uh show i sort of remember this with like proud family especially because during uh black history month they would play a lot of proud family and i was used to seeing the same three episodes of proud family and the same like two or three episodes of that's a raven the same couple episodes of lizzie mcguire and i thought that was because i didn't know which day the new episodes came out like as a kid that's what i thought but the reality is, is there's maybe like 15 episodes of every show they have on that channel and that's mm-hmm. not the case anymore. Wizards of Waverly Place had like 10 seasons or something crazy like that. But I mean, uh, even Stevens is one season. Yeah, that's, which I, I didn't I realize. Didn't I loved that. even Stevens. I was like, even Stevens is the best. But yeah, was, that's crazy. It's like 13 episodes. It's one season. Um, hmm. And so when we talk about like, I feel like the difference between now and then is that like then we had so we actually I just spit all over my it's, camera. It's uh, three seasons. It's three seasons. It's 65 episodes. But they're very short. Is it? Yes. What was I watching? I don't know. No, you're This wrong. is why we fact well, check. <laughs> is it my so-called life? But you're right. That's uh, still no, I mean, there's, like less than I would expect. Se- three seasons. That was like a really big um, show. Mm-hmm. Even yeah, though that is a lot like, of episodes. Lizzie McGuire's not very many seasons either. Like it just, the, we had so much little, so much less content. Um Maybe I just, like, remember, again, even Steven's only showing certain numbers of, or, like, certain episodes or whatever. Regardless of how long TV shows ran, like, the amount YouTube and the internet and TikTok and 
everything like just yeah. dwarfs film and tv so much by such a large yeah. magnitude like it and and from that i think you get a lot more products yeah you and do it, you're right about the commercialization but i think it makes kids more interesting we were all watching mm. the same 20 no hang on tom we okay. were watching the same 25 versions of a teenager and you know we were like 10 year olds watching the same 25 versions of a teenager or whatever it is these kids have thousands of people to like look up to and have opinions about there was no everyone was skater uh nerd <laughs> pretty or quirky it was those like four things and now True. you can be like a gamer you could be a kid chef you could be like there's like more things to be there the coolest thing that we got was that zach and cody lived in a fucking hotel and london tipton was rich Corey was in the house it was, okay. were, i'm gonna i'm gonna sidetrack a little bit and just talk a little bit more about jojo siwa because i, mean, I don't do believe i yeah. painted the best picture for tommy so okay. jojo siwa dance mom's kids they they wear dance costumes they wear it's like toddlers and tiaras they're wearing very like ultra feminized ballerina but then you know whatever the hip-hop version is so she is 17 years old right now she still dresses she everything is custom made she dresses like someone from the age to of five to 13 would wear if their mom dressed them she's very like hyper little kid style not like in a that um the japanese kawaii um style it's not that it's very just like this is absolutely appealing to kids so um she I talked about the products because she she has a line of stuff at Claire's Jojo's bows mm. and they um, they got a very strong following in the UK and then they were banned by some schools because they were expensive. And, it, you know, because they have the uniforms to not really show which kids are upper and lower class. But then the Joes showed the class. Um, <laughs> they, she has a J.C. Penney's bedding uh, line. And in June 2019, the FDA issued a warning about dangerous levels of asbestos in a cosmetics kit at Claire's. And uh, another one of her products that she is not affiliated with, and she had to come out uh, in January 2021 and say, hey, this game, I did not endorse it, whatever. It like used her likeness called Jojo and it was called Jojo's Juice. Yeah. Spin Master created a card game and it's like yeah. it was targeted and like used her likeness towards children, but they like did really adult topics. I don't like the idea of really a bad board game about a kid called the kid's name's Juice. I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh, uh so my bad. my take about um the commercialization aspect of it like it i mean putting aside what it does what kind of effect it might have uh positive or negative on the the child star right because i something that's truer now than ever is like the youth is all about selling out and like merch and getting make getting yeah. your side hustle like which at a certain on a certain level is great like you know self-employment take your own uh career into your own hands but uh for taylor swift did that for kids who come up on this stuff to the extent that we're talking about like yeah things that influenced us when we were kids uh 
like you, you don't have to look any further than scumbags like Jake Paul who are intentionally or unintentionally uh warping the minds of his fan base to the worst like yeah. impulses and extremes like yo all my videos are about like my dad making out with girls my age or like giving you a raffle item thing that's like actually a scam like it's well, a- like jake paul he i mean he wrote that he he wrote his memoirs or whatever and like <laughs> half of it was about talking about like He's having sex and like what trying to like make out with girls <laughs> and it's like it's literally like all about is that Jake? Jake Paul is which one's the younger one? Jake Logan might be our age. No, which Jake is the is younger brother? Logan's brothers. the one that did the Suicide Forest. Yeah. Okay, so Jake Paul is the he wrote a book and yeah, it was like a lot about just like making out with girls <laughs> and like how to how to have sex. It was it, it was and it's clearly for like ten year old yeah. boys, um, and Tommy and mm. uh, but it, it's uh, it's disgusting. I think that Jojo Siwa has been nothing but an awesome role model for little girls. And now that she's come out she's as awesome. gay and like been really out on her social media, like she posted a picture of her in this like best gay cousin ever shirt. Um, I th- I just think Cute. that like, it's really, really cool to know. And I wonder, I mean, I'm sure this is going to have a great effect on all those five and six year olds that are like, yes, my favorite girl, my favorite social media person is gay. True. Maybe yeah. I that's you it's know, definitely more a tolerance level, towards it. Yeah. It's a level of transparency that you'd never have in like a network. Love that bitch. Yeah. And I think like that couldn't have happened ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Like a ch- child star couldn't have had A this autonomy of creating her own content on YouTube. And well, and B, the argument would be come out as gay. That sexuality. Yeah. The the argument would be that sexuality is just sex. And so mm-hmm. you know, the that idea that Yeah. That yeah. the idea that yeah you'd be a lesbian is like oh she wants to have sex with women so inappropriate to teach our young girls and you it's know like if you're um, uh, doing that on a network instead of just like the person themselves posting it to their social media like if you're the producer that's of so a true show, she has so much more making freedom. a show about mm-hmm. like a kid coming out as being gay it's like well what are you are you trying to push an agenda are you trying to turn kids gay like well, mm-hmm. it becomes a whole thing and we had gay boys on our on our media certainly. They were these kind of um, asexual uh, little fashion boys that we had in our in our media as children. Uh, yeah, and that was a step. And but that was a, that's I mean that's different. That though, was also. deemed boys as like okay, yeah, that, you could have one yeah, of those. They were able to exist because they were funny because they were a joke. <laughs> you see. Well, Ryan, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean Ryan yeah. from High School Musical, yeah, yeah. and it's. And all the, you know, all the butch girls were misunderstood and they ended up with just like a cool butch guy. And that was yeah, like, like the thing. breakfast club girl. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They were feminized. <laughs> I just outed her. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, absolutely a lesbian. I just outed a girl from a 1980 movie. Um, <laughs> She's upset. Jojo Siwa is, she was also included on Time's annual list of the 100 most influential people in the world in September 2020. Holy She's shit. an absolute cutie. Um, I, I, I just, like I really, really bit. love her. And I um, would recommend anybody who just like wants a little Obi. boost of dopamine. You can hear my dog whining in the background because he just had surgery. Uh, um, like her, her smile is just like perma plastered, but she also, she makes you happy. It's infectious. Yeah, I, you you think that like I mean drag queens oh, and she like does to talk about music her. videos like yeah of her drag queens like to talk about her career. a lot and um 
makeup uh people like to talk about her a lot because of her makeup it's different and it's colorful um but i mean you'd think that like a drag queen would have like absolute fun with just dishing on this young woman um and they don't it's always a celebration of who jojo siwa is like everyone is like so down with this i i hope the the tides don't turn when she's an adult and then it's fair game to dunk on her (laughs) I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I would actually agree with that. But she, um, who's the guy who says hi, sisters? Oh, who's that one? That's James Charles. I wish I didn't know that. James Charles. Yeah, she's really good friends <laughs> with James knew Charles. Yeah. Not me. Uh, hi, sisters. Uh, <laughs> she's really good friends with James Charles. I saw her video with James Charles and them together. Uh, uh, that knocked it out. My book. Um, a lot. Uh, I he's a fun boy that does makeup. Tommy mm-hmm. is much like better James than Charles. Logan Paul. He's right from he, the the information I've received via no, other podcasts. He, he's uh, not a great role model. Yeah, he's he's not he's not a great role uh, model. He did not sexually assault what's her face though, or anybody on his team. That is not something that happened. Anyway, thanks for tuning in to this episode of the current <laughs> podcast. That we can I'm cut on. out all the James Charles shit. Let's just cut it out because so we don't have the info. Good couple conversations there, and. Uh, yeah. Anything else? Bye. See you. Bye. All right. Cut it there. That's what. Oh God.